I'm Seaver, and joining me on this episode of Rockstar Interviews, Rock and Roll Hall of Famer with the Moody Blues and founding member of Wings with Paul McCartney, Mr. Denny Lane. It is a great pleasure to have you on. I hope you had uh, nice holidays and Happy New Year to you. Thank you, and the same to you. I had a great time, yeah. Things are looking good. So you're gearing up for a tour in which you call yourselves the Denny Lane Moody Wing Band. And on January 17th, you are booked for the Arcata Theater in St. Charles. Denny Lane, let's start with yeah. that, the uh, the Moody Wing Band. Well, it's um, I've done this show before, but only a couple of times, and we're now doing a tour of it to see what the reaction is going to be. But yeah, it's the two albums that I'm very, very close to, obviously. You know, the first Moody Blues album and the Band on the Run album, because obviously had a great part in both those. So, um, yeah. Were you, let me, let's talk about you uh, at being a founding member of the Moody Blues. Uh, were you surprised to be invited to the uh, Moody Blues Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction, uh, being in the band for only two years and one album? Was that a surprise to you? It wasn't a surprise, but I, I wasn't expecting it. But uh, a couple of people put a good name in for me. Like Peter Asher and Stephen Van Zandt did step up to the plate for me because they thought that I should be in it. Um, and I wasn't just in the mood for two years. You've got to remember a couple of years before we even got you know, any fame whatsoever right. that I was with them. So, um, yeah, and, and you've got to remember that, that um, Go Now was the reason really, that we got in there, because that was the first hit that we, we ever had. So yes, Go Now it by... It just the other success. Yeah, Mind but... you, I do love the new Moody Blues. I love their stuff, and I've always been a big fan of them, and, and still a friend with everyone. So, you know, it was really nice. Uh, it was a get-together, really. It was nice to see everybody, especially Mike and Ray. Yeah, I know. Well, no, sorry, not Ray. Um, Mike and Graham. And sad that Ray couldn't make it, of course. Exactly. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, it was a good reunion for everyone. So, uh, and I know you played Go Now as part of uh, of Wings lineup when you did live shows, which was which was nice. Uh, you get the old Moody's in uh, with your new band, but uh, Danny, you're probably most widely known as being in Wings with Paul McCartney. Did you go into that situation with Wings? Uh, you, you did you? It wasn't. It wasn't really a band. It was more you, Paul, and Linda. Did you know it was going to be like that at the outset? No, not at all. Um, because I, I, when I first went up there to Scotland, Dennis Iwell was had already been asked to join. So I mean, he, Paul wanted to put a band together so that he could go on the road. It's simple as that, because that's what we always used to do. We were road people. You right. Know? We, you know, in the, original, the old days, we, that's what we did. And um, really, being in a band again was it was a start of something new. After the Beatles and me after Moody Blues, it was a big challenge. But really, we wanted to get rid. But I wasn't just look. I mean, if we'd have stayed the same lineup, it would have stayed the same forever. Right. But these other people wanted to move on and do other things. You know, it's a lot of pressure. But I I fell into it easily because I knew Paul for years before that. You know, I we did the Moody's did their first. Um, which is second which is two so I mean that's the reason and Paul loves Go Now that's why he wanted me to do it on stage with Wings so it was a pretty you know it was a pretty well right. easy job for me to fall into 
When Paul said, hey, we're going to uh, Africa, Nigeria, to record an album, which became the incredible band on the run, what was your reaction to that? Well, again, I've already been used to that. With, you know, the systems that we use, it was always, let's, let's record somewhere different, just right. to get a different energy, you know. And Africa, Ginger Baker actually lived out there as well. Mm-hmm. So that was another reason. He knew the people out there. We felt at home. And we, we enjoyed our time there. And it was, as I say, it gave us inspiration and energy. And we ended up doing it just the two of us because the band didn't turn up. So you do what you got to do. Yeah. You know, and it turned out good. There's you and Paul in a, in a Nigerian recording studio that only had one that eight-track studio uh, recorder that barely worked. And... My God, look what you guys came up with. I mean, it's incredible. Way to go. Well, yeah, but look, I mean, there wasn't, we used to do that in the early days. It's not the first time we've ever had to do stuff. <laughs> okay, okay. You know, people use too much equipment these days anyway. I've always <laughs> Yeah. They overdo it, you know. They've got <laughs> too much stuff, too many toys. I guess but you're right. We, we fell into it easy. It was just a drum track and a guitar track and really getting the feel. Just, was the main thing, and then that's what we achieved. Yeah. So I think it worked out well because of that in some ways. It was a nice present way of doing things. Now, when the Moody Boot, when the let's move back to the Moody Blues. When uh, when that band came about with you as a founding member, I mean, you were barely out of your teens. What do you remember about the Moody Blues in those early days? Kind of a hippy dippy band at that at that point, weren't they? No. Not at all, because hmm. originally the Moody Blues were a blues band, and that's why we called them the Moody Blues. Yeah, but it was, you know, we had a name called the M&B Five, and funny enough, it started with a sponsorship from a, a brewery, actually, called Mitchell and Butler's. So we took the M&B from that and then changed it to blues, because I was not going to join that band unless we could just play more bluesy style stuff. Okay. Um, so that was the beginning of, of the whole thing. When we moved down to London, we actually were on the on the blues circuit with people like Rod Stewart, Jeff Beck, The Stones. We did a lot of you know those kind of shows. Right. And um, we really weren't um, anything like the movies are now, except that we did have the voices, we had the style, we had the arrangements. Mm-hmm. But you know the new Moody Blues took it to another level, obviously. Yeah. But it did start out there for sure. When you left the Moody Blues after just two years, the guy who uh, who replaced you, uh, Justin Hayward, he's no slouch. <laughs> no, he's great. I love his song. And I know you're still oh, friends. Oh, yeah. I like Justin Hayward. You know, I mean, I'm very proud of the fact that they, I was part of it. Mm-hmm. I'm also more proud of the fact that they carried on and did that. And I went off to join Paul to do something. So it worked out for everybody in the end. Right. Well, uh, one part of your career, uh, I'm speaking with Denny Lane here on Rockstar Interviews on The Drive. One part of your career that uh, casual fans might not remember was uh, your time with uh, with Ginger Baker's Air Force. So there you were with Ginger Baker, Steve Winwood, uh, Rick Gretsch, Graham Bond on stage, Wembley Arena, 1970. Can you take us back to that experience a little bit? Well, you know, as I say, if you, if you can remember it, you weren't there. I guess that's but, true. <laughs> <laughs> but, look, yeah, I mean, I loved all that. I knew all those people. You've got to remember, the reason I joined up with Jim is because I already knew him. 
You mentioned Graham Bond. Well, the Graham Bond organisation was Ginger Baker, Jack Bruce, and Graham Bond. And the very first Moody Blues tour that we ever did back with, with, uh, oh, with yeah. Chuck Berry, they were the opening act. That's so what got you guys on the map, you touring with Chuck Berry. Yeah, That's right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I knew Steve. He comes from my hometown. I was knocking around with them when they were putting Blind Faith together. It was just, you know, I'm friendly with these people. So it just all came together as people we all knew. That's mm-hmm. what Ginger's, Ginger's thing was. And to, to this day, I mean, you know, I still love him as one of the best drummers I've ever played with. Simple as that, really. What a great... Uh... What a great trip through your uh, your career uh, in what we have ten minutes here, uh, and I want to let you go. I don't want to keep you too long, but uh, I do want to make sure that all of our listeners know that uh, the uh, Denny Lane Band is playing January seventeenth at the Arcata Theater, performing the albums Band on the Run and the Magnificent Moody's. The uh, Denny Lane yeah. Moody Wing Band. It's going to be a great night, and I want everybody to get tickets to it. And I thank you for being with yeah. me today. Thanks a lot, Denny Lane. Can I just can I just say one more thing? Of course, you go? of course. Uh, the next night, I'm doing a songs and story show, which is just me on acoustic guitar in Evanston, which is just down the road. So if anybody wants to come to that, that's going to be like stories and songs and all that stuff. See you there. All right, we'll see you there. Uh, Check out Denny Lane on Facebook, and I thank you for being with me today on Rockstar Interviews. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Steve.